Hey everyone, it's Jefferson Graham with a almost New Year's edition of the iPhone Photo Show. We're going to talk about a few things today. Um, I'd like to talk about the various basic 10 things you need to know if you're going to use your iPhone like a professional camera. I have watched seemingly every video on YouTube that has that subject line, that headline, and they all kind of come down to these 10 basic things. We've been talking about them uh, for quite some time on this program, uh, but it always bears repeating. It's good refresher for the end of the year. In the beginning of the year, we're going to be starting afresh. I know there's two things that I want to do to, to uh, level up my photography in 2024. And there may be some others that you want to do as well. Before I jump into the, um, the, the 10 tips, I want to make an announcement that I'm going to be doing an iPhone photography class. It's going to be an online class. People have been asking me to do this for quite some time. I am working with the folks at the Creative Photo Academy. That is the online arm of Paul's Photo. Paul's Photo is a full-service camera store in Torrance, California. Torrance is a Los Angeles suburb, and it's one of the last great camera shops. Uh, they are happen to be a sponsor of PhotoWalks TV, so you can take that with a grain of salt. But anybody who listens to this show loves cameras. They love camera gear. They love accessories. They love the smell of film. They love the smell of, of uh, developer and fixer. Uh, I hope I'm not dating you, but you know what I'm talking about. Those, those people who know what I'm talking about know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, too many stores have gone out of business. I, I drove over to Paul's today, and as I was driving there, I passed Silvio's Photo, which was a longtime camera store in the South Bay area of Los Angeles for many years, and it's no longer there. Uh, in Culver City, California, which is near where I live, Sammy's Photo, no longer there. Sammy's does still exist, but uh, one of their outposts is gone. So we need to support our local camera store because you like to see things in person. You like to see how they feel, how they, how, you, know, you want to touch them. You want to get ideas. I mean, I actually bought a ring light there just because I saw it and I liked it. And had I looked at it on Amazon, I never would have bought it. So support your local camera store. I am doing the online class through Paul's and Creative Photo Academy. It's uh, going to be running for four weeks starting January 17th. I invite you all to come check it out. I hope to see all of you there. The first week is going to be about lenses, menus, and modes, a walkthrough covering all the basics of understanding and making photos using the iPhone. In other words, what do I have to do to use this as a professional camera? Session two will be operations, how to hold the camera, how to compose, how to focus, how to adjust exposure. Uh, session three will be the special effects that I love that you don't get on other cameras, like time-lapse and slow-mo, pano, macro, night mode, and live. I use these all the time. Too many people never touch them. And the fourth session will be the most important, which is about editing. Too many people just snap a photo and put it online. And I can tell you that no photo will leave my phone without being edited because that's where the photo comes alive, whether that's in Snapseed, whether that's in Apple Photos, whether that's in Lightroom Mobile. Editing, 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 and um, the beauty of an online class is um, I'm there for you. And we'll be going slowly over all this stuff so that you can ask a lot of questions. Now, if a bunch of you are there and you want to know about video, 
Well, you know, I happen to know a little bit about video. I've been shooting online videos since 2006 and editing uh, online video every day ever since. Uh, as you know, I produced the PhotoWalks TV travel photography series on YouTube. The entire thing is done on an iPhone. Occasionally, I use a Galaxy GoPro Insta360. I'm real big on mobile mobile cameras and video, so I'd be happy to dive in there. If I'm too much into the iPhone and you want to hear about Android, I'm your guy. I'll be happy to help you there. So, um, you know, I will reach out to everybody once they sign up and find out what their interest is, and I will uh, fashion this course towards, towards the people who have signed up. How's that sound? Can I hear some laughter? Can I hear some applause? All right, now let's talk about the 10 tips for shooting like a pro. 10 tips that you need to know. Now, you could anytime open up your camera, click the white shutter button, and take a, a fine photo. Great. But here's how the pros do it. Number one, I want you to clean your lens. You've heard me say this, but it bears repeating. Our phones are in our pocket. They're in our purses. They're getting covered in junk. So bring a cloth, the kind of cloth that you get with a... Uh, with your glasses, put it in your wallet, put it in your back pocket. Um, there are many available, and uh, in the description for this episode, I will have a complete uh, links to everything, okay? Number two, opt in for the pro features, which are somehow turned off when you buy the phone. So on the iPhone, in the current edition of iOS 17, please upgrade if you haven't already, you've got two great features in the composition area, which is a grid, which helps you line everything up, and even more important, a leveler, a white line, which will you can um, play with the, with, the, with the framing back and forth until the line is level, and then you know that your photo is not going to be seasick. To get there, settings, go to the camera app, scroll all the way down, open up the camera app, go to composition, and make sure that grid and leveler are turned on. Number three, shoot raw. You have the ability to shoot high resolution 48 megapixel images on your phone, at least with the most recent models. Why not? uncompressed, have to be processed, more information. Uh, if your photo's too light, too dark, bad white balance, you can fix it. And on the flip side, you want to make sure that you're at the highest resolution because by default, at least on the latest iPhones, they default you to 12, 12 megapixel. You need to go in there and make sure that you can actually shoot at 48 megapixel. I will also tell you that for all the hype about 48 megapixel uh, that Apple has in their ads, you can't shoot 48 megapixel unless you shoot raw. So that's good to know. Uh, I like the most compatible setting that's also in the menu that they want you to either do the lower resolution HEIC file or the more compatible JPEG. I'm for JPEG. It's, uh, again, higher resolution and it's easier to share. There are too many websites that still won't accept HEIC. Hello, WordPress. Hello, Pinterest. No digital Zoom ever. There's no such thing as a digital zoom, there's only a, th a thing as an optical zoom. An optical zoom, which is the lens is 24 millimeter and will take you to, to a higher number, to a higher number. Um, when Apple, particularly Samsung, this is the worst offender, they have a 100x zoom. 
Well, they don't. They have a 10x zoom. And then if you pinch, you can get it to 100, and all you've done is cropped one little portion of your photo. That's all you've done. And you can't get it printed because it looks terrible, and it doesn't look that great on your phone either. And if you really want to zoom in, use your feet, please. Use the exposure control. The beauty of the iPhone and the Galaxy and the Pixel is that the pictures look great. They always look great. You're getting nine multiple exposures, and you're getting some that are overexposed and some that are underexposed. And when they merge them all together, they look fantastic until they don't. So sometimes you know more than the robot in there. And with exposure control, you can move it up and move it down. Uh, and uh, I would highly recommend uh, being proactive and doing that. Uh, people say to me all the time, hey, Jeff, what is that app that you're using to get those great pictures on your iPhone? The app is called Apple Camera. I don't use a third-party camera app. The beauty of the iPhone is it's in your pocket. You open it up. It's ready for action. And it usually does a great job. So I've tried Darkroom. I've tried Halide. I've tried Moment. And they're all fine. But I just think that the camera app that Apple gives you is so powerful and so great. I'm very happy just to use that nine times out of 10. Now, um, when I did my 10-day time-lapse project just a little while ago, uh, I had to use a third-party app because Apple does funny things on your time-lapse. You can let it record for an hour, two hours, three hours, a day, two days, three days, and your clip will always be 30 seconds because Apple doesn't want you to have an exposure, a, a final video that's longer than 30 seconds. And so they will do something called binding where they yank frames out right and left to get you to 30 seconds and it doesn't look great. So I used a third-party app called Lapsit that skirted the rules and let me do what I wanted to do and it looked fantastic. Uh, there's also a great app called Reheld and even longer, which lets you do um, slow, long exposures. They let you um, get the, um, the streaks in a car as it goes down the street. And those are great third-party apps for doing stuff like that. But for general basic photography uh, that most people 99% of the time are going to want to do, I'm very happy with the Apple Photos app. Get to know burst mode to stop action. You can get an equivalent of a 250th to 500th of a second shutter on the iPhone, just by using burst mode, you can stop action. You can take pictures of a baby who's crying or moving all over the place. Okay, so to do the burst mode on the shutter button, you put your finger on it on the white shutter button and you gently swipe left. If you hold your finger down, it'll start recording. So you just have to swipe left quickly. Alternatively, you can use the top volume button uh, and you can keep your finger down on that and, and burst away. My last tip is to edit, edit, edit. As we've talked about, no picture uh, leaves my phone without being edited, whether that's boosting the colors, boosting the blacks, doing some cropping, changing the exposure, all that stuff. And the beauty, again, of the iPhone is that you can, um, you, can re, you can redo all these things that you never could have done with film. So, for instance, I shoot a photo in portrait mode, and 
my f-stop equivalent is 5.6, and it's not as blurry as I would like. Well, open up, uh, edit a photo that I've taken in portrait mode, and I can adjust the f-stop, and I can move it back over to 2.8. I can do a 16.9 photo that I want to make square or make uh, 4.3, and I can do that in the edit. So that's really fun. Um, I just did a live show at Paul's Photo. We talked about Paul's Photo, and you know I'm doing the class there. Um, we talked a lot about accessories. So I use a, a bunch of accessories. I don't go crazy, though, because I've seen a bunch of videos where people will show off their rig, which is basically a selfie stick, a grip, a cage, an attachment on the back for a power bank, and a hard drive, a USB drive, and lights, and microphone, and it's overkill. At that point, go get the camera because there's no need. The beauty of the iPhone and the Galaxy and the Pixel is it's a mobile camera, and be mobile with it. But I do use a cage, uh, uh, which is I stick the phone into the cage, and with that, I now have two cold shoes, one for light, one for microphone, and I can plug it right into a tripod or the selfie stick that you all know that I use. Um, you will need a smartphone tripod mount either way. Even without a cage, you could just use a tripod mount and be able to put your, your phone on top of a tripod. You won't be able to do it without that. Um, what do I need a tripod for? Couldn't have done those time-lapse videos without the tripod. And as a guy who shoots a travel photography series by himself and addresses the camera, well, I need to put the phone on a tripod for that. I don't like the hold the arm out shot. It just looks terrible. Um, lighting, there are many little LEDs. I use the one from Aperture. I think it does pretty well. It doesn't do everything that I would like it to do. It is not as strong out in the field. You could basically only use it right after dusk. And microphones, as you know, Rode Wireless Go, either 2 or Pro. The Wireless Go 2 is, is $300. The Wireless Go Pro is $400. And you get a receiver and two transmitters. Great for interviews. Great for getting backup audio. And just for being really easy. Um, we just talked about photography. Shoot, You want to shoot video like a pro, shoot at 60 frames per second. And I will follow up with anybody who wants to hear more about that. But basically, that is your way to get smooth shots. Um, I heard from a listener, John Strauss, who wrote me under his Patty Strauss email, but it's John Strauss. And he was listening to the podcast from a few weeks ago where we talked about the floating shutter that is available on the Galaxy. Basically, that's a white button, the white shutter button, that you can adjust and have it appear anywhere on the screen, which I think is pretty cool. Now, John says that you can turn the entire screen on an iPhone into a shutter release using the full screen trigger option in a third-party app called Pro Camera. He says, while the Galaxy floating shutter allows you to place a shutter release wherever you want on the screen, Pro Camera allows the entire screen to be a shutter release. No matter where you touch the screen, the shutter will release, allowing you to change your release point, even within a group of shots without having to reprogram where the shutter is located. This is handy if you move your finger while shooting. You don't need to find where the floating shutter is. You can just touch anywhere on the screen. 
Uh, sounds great. I haven't downloaded it yet. I would like to, and I will uh, give you my uh, feedback on this in the coming weeks. Um, keep the letters coming, photowalkstv at gmail.com. I want to hear from each and every one of you. Um, I'm going to close off the show by thanking everybody for listening. Thank you for watching Photowalks TV on YouTube. Uh, we have the finale of our latest Japan visit. We'll be running this weekend. And uh, I have more tips videos coming out next week. I'd love to hear from everybody. I'd love to hear from what you'd like to hear me talk about next year and uh, what, what some of the topics are and uh, maybe where you'd like to see me go with my camera for photo walks. Please do me a favor and sign up for the new class. Starts January 17th, uh, shooting the iPhone like a pro. Um, you can sign up at my website, jeffersongram.net. Uh, you can also go to Creative Photo Academy and look for the event section. Again, I'm Jefferson Graham. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, have a happy new year. I'll see you in 2024.